We gonna get it, yeah, we bout to ride NW to the day that we die Millennials and you know we a vibe Keenan the host and you know he the guy If you don't have time, you can listen on the go Listen to the podcast on your drive home You can watch the podcast right on your phone It'll keep your interest like a bank We keep it real, it's nothing less Always stay humble, they wanna flex Gotta thank God, know that we blessed Never gonna quit, life is a test Millennials versus the world Millennials versus the world Millennials versus the world Millennials versus the world Yo, what up, good people? Welcome back to another segment of Millennials versus the world. Got Princess Lewis, Asia, Jay with me, man. The only spot you get authenticity and entertainment at the same time. So next month, May 20th, man, we're doing a second annual podcast party. Pull up on your boy in the DMV. We're going up bigger and better this year. All right, y'all. So we're going to get straight into it. I know this is like a hot topic. I don't know if it's been draining y'all timeline too. Any comments on the Angel Reese, uh, Caitlin Clark thing, man? Uh, any any ideas, ideology, thoughts? Or let's tap into that real quick before we get into what today is about. I just want to just, con- I, I don't want to speak from, because I'm not a black woman, you know, obviously, but uh, I just want to say I really appreciate how the African-American and people who understand our culture are really rallying, rallying around um, you know, the, the young lady from LSU, uh, we, we, we're not, no one's making excuses. No one's trying to be politically correct. We're calling it what it is. So, um, I just really, I, that's something that I have enjoyed uh, seeing lately. Facts. Big facts. How, how do y'all feel as black women knowing that ain't gonna never be fair? If you it's, it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when you do it. How do y'all feel about that? Okay, finesse two times. Yeah, hey, I put it on the internet yesterday. I don't, hey, bro, I'm not even an you internet did do that. bro, but you I got did so, do that. So let me let me explain what happened to me yesterday. I'm sorry to ask y'all a question and then jump to something else really quickly. I apologize. Um, so what actually happened to me was, have y'all ever been in a situation where, like, you could tell somebody forgets you follow them or forgets that you're a follower of them hmm. on Facebook and they say some super wild OD stuff? You're like, hmm. That's interesting. And then you see a whole conversation around, you know, swearing is not, you know, racially racially charged, da-da-da. So I had to go put my two cents on the internet, and I don't never do that. It's just like, if it wasn't 48 hours ago, I would have probably let it go. But, like, we in the same weekend now for that to happen, and then it'd be an issue later. But to to the ladies on the panel, how does it feel to be a black woman knowing that you're going to forever get judged from a different lens based off, I'm going to say history, I guess. If y'all do have a pain on it. I, I'll i just say it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to give it too much energy, but it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's exhausting, but it's one of those things where we know that it's going to happen. So I just keep on living my life and shining. Mm-hmm. And you know, just being the best that I can be because at this point, like it's inevitable, and it's really nothing that I can do to change it because it's just going to continue to happen. But it it literally is exhausting. You see it a lot in corporate America. Mm-hmm. God bless y'all. Mm-hmm. I was literally that was the exact word that I was going to use. Though I was the whole time I'm like it's exhausting. Yeah. Just be, and I think it's because it's like we know that there's literally just by us existing <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it's gonna happen it's like it's there's not i'm not gonna wake up tomorrow and not be a black woman you know what i mean right. just like it's exhausting because like there's nothing i can do to change the perception that people have and all that stuff but that's one thing that i did i also really liked 
how, um, you know, the young lady from LSU for her, it was like a, y'all been saying this stuff yeah. all season. Like y'all mm-hmm. keep saying it. It's mm-hmm. not like at the end of the day, it's very clear. She was doing the same thing not too long ago. You know what I mean? Like in the same game. And so for her, it was like, I'm gonna just keep doing me because y'all gonna keep talking anyway. So I really, right. I was just like, yep, that's right. Facts, that's right. facts. What's up, Brittany? How you doing? Hey y'all, sorry I'm late. No, I'm all good. good, all good. No, you good, you good. So I'm gonna start a little spicy today, man. You know, this is not for me. This is off the internet. I did not do this. So y'all know, y'all remember Iyanla from Iyanla Fix My Life? Oh yeah. So like, I watched the Breakfast Club interview like last week or the week before, <laughs> or whatever, and she was stating that women don't know how to be feminine, feminine anymore. They lost their divine femininity. I just wanted to get you all as lady. I mean, you, you know, you ladies' thoughts on that. Go ahead. I didn't Jay. say it, huh? <laughs> You said what? I told Jay to go. You said you. Uh, <laughs> hey. Hey, I purposely muted myself. You go ahead. No, I want to know what y'all hey, mean. I don't, want, I don't want no smoke. She literally said women don't know how to be women anymore. They don't know how to move like women, talk like women. They're losing their, divi- their divine femininity. And I just want to know if you all feel that way and whichever side of the fence y'all, y'all, y'all fall on when she's on that. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, you you missed the part that she said we're basically um like men in skirts. Who said this? <laughs> y'all know, said that. Y'all, she said. But but let me hold on because wow. she did she did say all that, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that I didn't think that she was entirely wrong. Okay. Um, because if you if you listen to like if you took because to be fair, I watched the whole interview, but if you yeah. didn't see the whole interview, you just saw those clips, it would be like, whoa, what? But in the context of what she was saying, she was really just talking about how as Black women, you know, um, like, we've been through so much. We had to be hard. Like, literally, she was talking about even in slavery. She's like, you know, like, as Black women, Black women were getting, you know, like, sexually assaulted, you know what I'm saying? But that's something that they were living through. But then they couldn't really mourn the death of their fathers, their sons that were literally getting killed, you know, like, that they had to see and watch. So it was her, her whole premise was like, women have been raising women and men but women specifically are like having to be this hard having to be hard and because of that there has been a a loss of femininity which i do i do agree with i think i've been having more conversations actually within the past actually week of other women just being like man i really i don't want to be hard anymore i want i want to end him like this i don't want to have to be like this but I don't know how to not be like this because I've always been like this. And even right. for me, I'm like, I was having this conversation literally last week and I was like, dang, my mom was like this. My grandmother was like this. I even called my dad, actually. I'm like, dad, did mom ever show you like she had a soft spot for you? Like, did she actually ever show you that? He was like, you know who was crazy? She never did. I knew she did, but she never actually showed it, you know? And it had something to do with, you know, just being being gentle, you know, and having like, being feminine and i think that's a part of what ayala was talking about um so i didn't i didn't entirely disagree with what she with her message of what she was saying okay princess Brittany, do you all have a thought on that i think in that context like now hearing it 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 makes a lot of sense i think i've said this before when women feel subjected to where their strength is a badge of honor right like we got to hold strength up to this on this high horse because we just quote unquote have to do it. So to Asia's point, it's almost like, what choice do we have? Um, 
going back to the first question you had about it being exhausting, having to be a black woman in itself, you know, like it kind of ties into this the same way in terms of just being those, those qualities of being feminine. Like I, I would, the real question that I would like to ask is like, can we define what feminine looks like nowadays? Right. Because the way yeah. in which society has shaped and molded it for us to be like, we got to yeah. fill the shoes of something else that we might not define it that way anymore. So in 2023, like, what do we define as being feminine to, to begin with? Shoot, they change it. They change your masculinity too, to be honest. Yeah, that's a great question. Because I feel like what femininity meant back in the day is not really the ideal definition in today's time. And I feel like people want that, but that's really not, it's not what you're going to get because of the way the world has progressed at this point. So it's like at what medium or, or balance can we get where you can say, Oh, okay. She, she's being feminine. You know, like I just, there's a little bit of of a struggle there, but whenever you asked your dad that question about like, was mom ever like soft with you or gentle with you? And he's like, no, I knew, you know, but like, not really. That was just like, wow. I, to me, I'm very like soft and gentle with who I want to be soft and gentle with. So like for me, that was just like, dang, it's so it's, but it's really is some women out here. That's not like, there's always that wall up. There's always that shell. So it's like, what does it take to break that barrier down? Sometimes it's not enough just for somebody to be your man to break down that barrier. It's just literally, I'm just uh, all the time. And like, for me, being a black woman is already exhausting. So I can't be er all the time. Like I just can't, I can't do it. Like, please come around me and let me relax and take all this off. Like I can't. How much proven do you think that would take from him for you to feel like you can do that? I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I think maybe Lewis was speaking on it or something. It was like, I have to be able to trust you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very intelligent. That, yeah. that I can take that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? Why are we starting up early today, bro? You know what? You about to put her back in her today, mask. Bro. She was being feminine for it. I didn't know y'all right. could. I didn't know y'all could hear me. Now, here you this go. Make her mask. Right. Lewis is on time. You know. You said he's on time today. Oh, he's on the call. Yeah. This is old time Lewis right here. My for real. I didn't know y'all could hear. I didn't know y'all heard what I was saying. I was thinking. Oh, okay. But yeah, I think it. I think it comes down to trust <laughs> right. you hey. have to be able to trust that individual okay so I, want- to, I agree with that <laughs> yo I hey hey jay man hey i don't know well, he had a great day at work he must have a hey i do i do want to i do want to say something oh yeah go ahead brother so uh first to go to the first point about um uh black women in the corporate america space i agree you guys have to assimilate more in order to to uh, to even have a chance, so that's something that I witness and I try to be cognizant of. Um, and I would just challenge any any woman, anyone that's any woman, especially particularly Black women, to speak your truths and find people who you can confide in, um, and in order to be your your best self, because you do have something to offer. And for me to get to where I am, it's really it's been a culmination of all people of all different races. I'd, I'd be lying if I said they didn't but it's in particularly black women who really showed me the game. So you, you all matter way more than what people will allow you to think that you do. That's so, right. Um, second thing is 
uh, to Ayana's uh, uh, interview, I think she mentioned something about women competing with men as well, right? Didn't she mention sure. that? She I thought that was inter- I thought that was interesting because um, when whenever I've been uh, been able to interact with a woman who is you know strong and independent, it's like I kind of felt like we were competing, and you know I'm competitive, but I don't want to come I don't want to compete with my mate. You know what I mean? As a man. And I think right. sometimes women or strong women feel like we are intimidated by someone like that. I'm, no, I'm ready for competition. Don't get it twisted. Right. But I don't want to compete with you as well, because I have my own struggles as a man and, and I always have to be one way, too. Right. So I just want to go right. home and, and not have to compete in that space also. So I think that also puts a burden on on the man. And then obviously the, the femininity or whatever femininity. Uh, aspect of it when you can't even identify binary <laughs> non-binary kind of tools you can't even associate feminine uh feminism with women you know what i mean i can't even ass- make that assumption that we're talking about women anymore so as far as how we define that that's I think right. every everything is so fluid now that is it would be hard and to jay to your point it's hard to define what is considered masculine or or feminine now so i mean i don't know if we'll ever get to a point where we can easily define that so I agree with everything you said, brother. That was so well spoken. I just feel like when she said divine, it was kind of like that. So I don't know if you can naturally take it away. You know what I mean? Like there's certain things that, you know, men possess and women possess from birth, whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, you know, when I heard all y'all talk, I think what I'm thinking about, bro, I think it's the hardest time and not trying to put the ball in our court, but I'm realizing like that's what makes it such a struggle for men now. Like balance the balance act of how so I my mom I wouldn't say that my wife is like the softest person, but I think she shows it enough like so I know. But on the other mm-hmm. end, I'm gonna be honest, like old like somebody super in their feelings all, all the time is overwhelming to me. Like I, I I can't not because I don't understand it, not because I can't handle it. It's just like there got to be some type of emotional control here in order for this ship to run. You know what I mean? But right. when I think of that, it's like what Lewis said, like, I don't know if I could ever put that as, uh, I don't know if I could ever put that as like a woman trait over the emotional. And I'm going to say this, and this was real. this literally happened this Saturday. So I was at my alma mater afterwards, went to the bookstore, you know, walking around, da, da, da. And I was with one of my homeboys and I literally told him like, bro, I just feel like, and this is no funny that I'm walking around after what I was there for. We were on campus. I was like, I just feel a whole bunch of like feminine and masculine women. There were a lot of guys that were that presented as heterosexual, but I still felt that way. The energy is just real catty now. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the reason why I say that it's like attitudes over things like the door. Like if you hold the door open instead of letting it sw- close if somebody work walking up to it it's like smacking your lips pushing it closed further because the person behind you didn't hurry up and i'm just like we really doing that and then and and, and <laughs> i no i'm serious but me as a person with the younger guys i don't know how to navigate that like even some of the guys that i mentor now i'm like bro i can't help you because i didn't know that was a thing like the way your mind goes to this said event or the way your mind rationalizes what just happened bro like i don't get that i don't get why that has emotion behind it so said all that to say i think like we are in a place where we got to figure out like are we going to keep stuff the way we know it to be and better it or are we trying to change the way we came up all together because i don't think we can do both 
I don't. Well, uh, I think we're going to have to change the way we came up all together because time is changing. Like, people are evolving. Things are evolving. So it's like, for us to realistically think that we can still live in this, like, 1950s, 60s mentality is really, like, mind-blowing. It's like, okay, we have to figure out what is, you know, the new thing is going on. Okay, how do we, you know, how do we exist together? Like, what does that look like? And once you identify that, it's just like in relationships. Like, you're trying to live this standard of what used to be no sit down with your partner like hey what do we need to have what do you need from me and then that's going to make your relationship go forward it doesn't matter about the i feel like that's naturally going to make the masculine and the feminine happen because i think naturally women want to be soft if they feel protected if they feel provided for if they feel like they're around the right man like they naturally become soft it ain't even they ain't even trying to do it's just like oh okay you know that's my boo he got me you know they start talking you know all soft and stuff but if they feel like that it's a certain area that that man is lacking, then they might have to be like, okay, let me go ahead and step it up a little bit because I don't feel protected in this area. Once y'all figure that out, I, I think all of this masculine feminine talk will go away. I agree. Because I don't want to be that guy, but like I feel like there's a lot of traditional things that still work. A lot of a lot of traditional mm-hmm. things that still work. And and I, I think it, Say again? Like, can you give an example? Like, what you mean? Like, what's an example of something? Uh, like ninety percent of them. Anything that you hear them trying to debunk. <laughs> like, yo, like, yo, yo, like, yo, yo, mute this man, camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm gonna tell you why. Ninety percent of them. The, <laughs> hey, Lewis, get him out of here. I know. <laughs> hey, tell me anything that you want to say that is okay. I'm change now. Okay. Okay. Let, let, let's go to um, opening doors. Shiver, bro. That's not, like that's so far from dead. This is that, that is so far from dead, and there is no woman that would not like. You said that. it's dead. I said it's that's so far, far from, from, dead. from dead. Oh, far from dead. Okay, it's okay. far from okay. dead. If you look at gender roles, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that everybody like women are meant to be in the kitchen. Da da da. Right, but the activities yes, women that some some act most activities that women enjoy align with some traditional ways. And for men, a lot of those things align. For me, I don't believe that like the changes that people want to make, they get in a relationship and stick to those changes. The same way you just said, if you make a mm-hmm. woman secure, she gets really feminine. I mm-hmm. bet you when you do those things, a lot of the traditional ways will show up in your relationship. It may not look the exact same because now let's look at this. Me and my wife are thinking about getting a cleaning lady, right? Like mm-hmm. that wasn't a thing when back then. But when it comes down to it, she I'm not nasty, but she's way more tidier than me. You know what right. I'm saying? Like I'm moving a lot more than she is. So like, is that. Is, but is I that think those traditional ways matter if you find someone that has those same values. Like, for example, if you're sitting here with a person that doesn't embody those same values, like you may you may be with a woman. Right. And you are, um, Jay, you know, making sure she's taking care of I'm, that you think is dead. No, I'm about to give an example of something. Oh, all right. Because it's it's based off different women, so it just it you it's who you compatible with. That's all it boils down to. Okay. Because uh, the same guy can be with a woman, and it's opening doors, doing all that stuff, making sure she feels secure. You know, you know, doing all of these things, and she may feel like, oh, I have a great man. Another woman may look at that like, oh, this is a simp. Because you know, that's a new thing running around now, right? Like this is a that's the new word running around. Like, oh, yeah. this is a simp. Like, wait a minute, he's. He's doing this for you and doing so it's all in what people value. So if you find the right person, you'll be fine. I don't think it'll ever be dead, but it's just about compatibility. I agree so, to me. I agree. I, yeah. So I agree, like 
80 percent i'm gonna tell you the part that's kind of like 80 percent bro 80 percent bro because okay because okay. i do feel like that's a thing right now the simp talk they're like oh my god here simp da 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 but if mm-hmm. you take that same person that let me not say that. Hey, do you, is it no, most, let, let me ask Let me just ask the women hey, on here, please. Great job. Kenny. I just want to ask that. Yeah, let me not say that. Yeah, Go that, ahead. that boy backpedal up out of there. Yeah, boy. Because, no, because, because it's going to no, I just want to ask a question real quick. Okay, to, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jay. Because I really want to know, because they are very bright, intelligent women. Mm. What is considered a simp to you guys? Okay, Jay. I, I really want to know. <laughs> If if you if you feel like what that is like, you know what that is. I know what your age. Okay. I am telling my age. I have no idea. You don't know what it is. Oh, you've never heard like that that type of thing. But he said to you. He said to you though. So yeah. What what, like if you hear like somebody saying like it's you're a simp? Clearly, it has a negative connotation to it. (laughs) Clearly. Yeah, I mean, it has a negative connotation to it, but. To me, it's somebody mm-hmm. who does the traditional things, honestly, that a man would do and actually like respects his his wife, uh, show, you know, um, shows love to her publicly, somebody who opens doors, um, you know, some, you know, chivalry, I think is honestly almost dead. When you said that, I was like, oh, you, you don't know these men out here. But um, <laughs> Hold on. you said I said it was almost dead. No, you said it's not. He said far from. Yeah, you said far I, I, from. I, okay, and I, I said far from. She said it's great. It, it's, it's close. Yeah, it's closer to the grave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. More but too. yeah, that that's what that's what a simp is to me. However, I like simps. So <laughs> I like I like simps because you me, like a man that knows himself. Right, you're you're not a simp to me when you do those things. But I'm saying mm-hmm. I like simps. Mm-hmm. That's like the Michael B. Jordan thing a couple weeks ago with the corny thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. This is what people don't want to talk about though. Like, I get the tough guy act, the Instagram stuff, but like mm-hmm. corny, like Princess just said, in most mm-hmm. situations, the corny guy is the one that's really that's really in some healthy, successful stuff. Nine times out of ten, he's going to be viewed as corny if you put him on the mm-hmm. internet in any other circumstance. So, like, yeah. like the comment said though, did you see what she said though? She said he's corny because, like, he doesn't have an edge to him. He seems like he's a person that knows where his birth certificate is. What's her yeah. direct comment? <laughs> I, love, I, I said, wait a minute. What? She yeah. said he seems too responsible for her, her life. <laughs> what? Did, yeah, this, is a, this is a real comment. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. You didn't see it? I didn't see it. I didn't oh, see I saw it. Yeah, yeah, she, I just, she really said that. And <laughs> Asia, what about you? I understood what oh. she meant. <laughs> Come but, on, princess. No, I'm just saying. I, I when she said is that because it, I was you don't like, know what your birth certificate is, or like you like you know what I'm saying. What, no, is, what is that about? You like a no, man with a little edge to him. Yeah, that's basically what she's saying. It was just a funny yeah. way of saying it, but like still, that that was wild to say. Like, and let me, and let me <laughs> preface. Can I pre- can I backtrack for a second? Look too responsible. I'm I'm I gotta backtrack for a second because I realized this too of our last episode. A lot of the things I speak on is based off the people I hang around. So it's like a lot of things, like when Princess just said, she made me think of it when she said, like, yeah, it's close to the grave. Like, that's not the world I live in. Like, mm-hmm. my friends hold the door open for my wife if I'm not there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, right. so I'm, 
I have to try to assume there's other male groups of friends that may be like that. Not all of them, but mm-hmm. other groups of friends. So, for instance, if you like if you're in a relationship, I'm pretty sure his friends have to be somewhat decent for him to be. All right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of women in relationships. To me, that says like he has to have at least one or two solid friends to be in something healthy because you need that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I do think it's a lot of trash dudes. I do think it's a lot of dudes doing out here doing craziness, right? But I, I, I'm I'm not to say we like 50-50. I don't think it's like a 70-30 thing. I just think where we go looking for it and where we and where people try to find it at really ain't what they what where it should be at. And on top of that, if it crossed your path, you wouldn't want it at the time where you at right now. That's that's all I'm saying. Asia, what about that's your that, opinion on the same thing? On the same thing. What's the step to you? I want I want Princess on that because in my mind, like I don't view every time that I see something that's like a like somebody that's talking about a, a guy being a simp, it's usually either dudes that's just upset that he's <laughs> actually spending time with his with his lady and not with them. Um, that he's actually putting time in to his woman, not them. Um, I think also even, even on the, when I've heard it from women, it's been in that, in that context, right. As far as like, um, that he, there's no, there's no edge, but I don't think that that's true. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like the term simp, to be honest. I think it's a very negative mm-hmm. word. And I, I think that it, it makes it less attractive in the same way that when people talk about marriage, right? Like I've heard of a lot. It's like marriage is like a death sentence. That's why a lot of people don't want to get into, you know, into marriage. And it's like, why does it have to be that, you know? And then it deters people from wanting to get into these things. So then I feel like it deters men from wanting to, you know, actually show that they care or to even Mm -hmm. try to figure out what that even looks like for them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of times men are even learning how to love a woman truly for real. Um, And I, I just, I find that that's like, it just deters people from doing that. And I think it also deters women from then being open to a man just loving them, right? Because then it's like, okay, well, is he doing this in exchange for something? Okay, well, no, it has to be, I have to say something negative because this can't just be the thing, you know? Um, so I don't I don't like that term. I wouldn't call a man a simp. That's, yeah. All right, so coming down the line, we actually, so we got a DM for uh, guys. It said, Fellas, if you had to pick, how could women better support men emotionally and mentally? I Wait, mean, hold on, hold on, because I'm still stuck on this same thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> you can say no. No, because I'm, I'm, I've seen the word before, right? Like mm-hmm. I've okay. seen people use it in different contexts. Mm-hmm. So for me, like I'm just listening to Princess. I'm listening to Asia. I like what happened. I've heard that it's a man that's like overly, like overly submissive. Yeah, right? that's that's my definition of it. Right. So like, <laughs> princess in Asia, y'all are saying y'all are okay with a man overly submissive. That's that's not really how it's. Yeah, that that's a bit. Of, that word is a bit aggressive. Yeah, I think I think that's the okay. right word. I'm yeah. I'm just gonna go with the prime example in our today's society is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, I know okay. everybody. Yes. Russell is a cornball. Russell is a simp. Give me Russell Wilson. 
right now. Send them on down. Like Russell, if Russell without that bread. You that's thank you. No, that's no, all. No, thank no, you. No, thank no. you. Take, take, take away the. So you saying princess take, take the bread? You can't though. Your own princess, in my opinion, women say that because he has the millions. If you take that away, I don't think you will say give me Russell. Away, he'll be overlooked. Not you, princess, but I'm saying. Every like every no, I'm t- I'm talking about like his qualities though, like the things oh, okay. that he does that people say he's a cornball, he's a simp. If he was just a regular man without the money, those are the types of qualities that like are people that people say are a cornball or a simp. Mm-hmm. Give me that type okay. of man. We're not talking about his money. That uh-huh. that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying like he's like the poster child for a simp. Yeah, he is. Right. But this has nothing to do with like his personality because I, I'm, I'm gonna just be real. Like, I guess I don't really know what the, how to use the word because I'm not out in these streets. But like, I'm not out in these streets. I feel like every woman wants like an edgy, like that bad boy. Like we all have, we all have lived for that bad boy quality. So like. To say that I want somebody like Russell Wilson to for me would be a lie because I just feel like me standing in my truth. Yeah, he has qualities that that check boxes, right? But he's corny. Like he's his personality. It. I don't even know this man, so I'm just judging <laughs> off based off of what I see. But right. his personality wise, like, do I think that I can sit down and get up with him? Like, does he bring that bad boy quality that every woman I feel like makes her? have a small percentage of security in the relationship not really so that's where i can i can see how that definition kind of correlates it's just they're asking me the question i don't really know if i i i hold hands with a with a 100% russell well I'm, i mean that, that's just a, that's just a figure of speech but then there's also levels to it like there's mm-hmm. there's you could be a simp but not be a cornball like okay. you could be a simp but not yeah. be a cornball this yeah. sounds so bad to break it I'm down. Like it that, but does. you, but oh, you, God, re- you really can. Like you nah, can have I feel somebody it I feel, I feel what she comes from. that has like a little bit more edge to him, who gives you that little bit of that bad boy stuff. But you, you, he still has simp qualities. And you know, he's gonna be a provider. He's gonna protect you. He's gonna hold you down. Okay, but he's not gonna be playing so your me, face out here in the streets. But he's still yeah. considered a simp. But he's not a cornball. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to say, where's the fine like, line? Where's the fine line with that though? You said what? Where's the fine line with that? Like, for example, like, I know, like, Brittany made a great point, but all of y'all did. It's a small percentage that a woman wants a guy with edge, right? A bad boy, right? I get mm-hmm. that. My question to you is, like, why? Because you say you feel it's protection, right? But I've seen some quote-unquote bad boys get, you know what I'm saying, that chin knock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, get that thing lean. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I'm, I'm just saying from experience. Hey, Jay, you see you know what? what? <laughs> Seen that chin get rocked a couple times, <laughs> and, and and I've seen some simps. You know what I'm saying? No how to go. So what I'm saying to you is like I understand what you're saying because I agree with you 100. But my thought is, why do you guys feel like that leads to protection? Is it the Perception. feeling of like, like it's it's the perception of like, oh, it's, it's aggressive. It's you know or what? Okay. Yeah. If if you feel if there's a perception that you feel like somebody has some type of edge or street cred. Mm-hmm. Then you feel like you'll have more protection over there than with somebody who's just a flat out simp. You might like, you. you know, I don't know if you get in a fight, you might get beat up. Well, I might have to jump in and help you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you feel a little yeah. nervous. The relationship over that happened. Yeah, that's a fact. She gonna <laughs> help you. If your woman jump in, 
it's yeah. over. Like, Y'all putting ice on each other. Like, it is, bro. Like, because you gotta think about it. If you get in a fight and you like going toe to toe and end up losing, but you like walk her back to the car. But if she gotta jump in, like no, no. If you get slept in the middle of the fight, like if you unconscious, yeah. like hey. she, you're not waking up to her. I'm telling you right now, she's gone. Like she's about it there. Because I don't think this is the thing. I really do think if you get in a fight and lose, but it's like, like you can't tell you like. It was on the cusp. I could defend it. Like, yeah, but you was in there, babe. Like, yeah, you might be all right. But if you get the book to where you're... If you get, if you get slapped, if you get like, oh, no. slapped, hey, oh, hey, don't look hey, at me. Right. Don't look yeah, at me. Hey, you, yeah, you, I'd rather that's you get rocked in your chin than you get slapped. That's, 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 that's all I'm right saying. Yeah, you can't that's get slapped. Right. Yeah, no. Hey, Louis, hey, Louis nah. you get smacked and looking at her like... Nah. Nah, bro, you just mm-hmm. when Princess mm-hmm. said, like, I'm gonna jump in, like, just think about it. Then your woman gonna be walking back to the car with her hair all messed up, and she walking back, like, nigga, hey, this because of you, like, <laughs> that ain't gonna ever, that ain't gonna ever and, work. Hey, out. look, and he walked, he walking back to the car, like, why you say something to him? Why would you say something? I told you to be. Hey, Jay, but Brittany, I feel like maybe you should have answered that question though. Like, I think I don't know who answered the question, uh, who asked the question. Was it Jay? But like, is that what you're looking for when, like, when women say they want that edge? Like, is that what you like? Is it because you want to feel like you protected? Yeah, or? I, I mean, that was a good example. I think it's levels of masculinity. Like, you you want to feel that support, that provider, that protector, that all those things that make a man right. a man, right? That's that's what that percentage of edge kind of brings. I don't, I want to know that my man wears pants in a relationship. Like I need to be, I'm, 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 let me talk about me. I'm very, um, I don't know what the word is, but I, I can be up here at a tent mm-hmm, sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I need my man to like, my husband checks me sometimes like, yo, chill out. I got it. Like, relax. We got this. Right. Mm-hmm. So I need that. That brings a healthy balance for me. And for me, that that does it for me. That's that's that level of masculinity that I feel mm-hmm. like most women look for in a relationship. Put that bass in his voice. Huh? Yeah, but Brittany, <laughs> but Brittany, it's a time frame that happens to where you trust him behind that. If you don't trust your man or believe in that masculinity, he can say, "Relax, chill, I got it." You looking like, boy, if you don't shut the, you know what I'm saying, yeah. you gonna keep going because you looking like point. it's a level yeah, of respect. So for you and your husband, it's like you respect him enough and understand like that edginess, like you believe if it really came to it, he's going to handle business. Right. Some I women mean, just feel like that, you know, Oh, go ahead, princess. No, no, go ahead. I was about to say something about that Jill Scott quote. That's basically like how it is like that quote. Oh, where she's like, oh yeah. You can tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. But if you say that again, what to do, she says, if you can't tell me what to do, then you can't tell me what to do. But if you can tell me what to do, then you can tell me what to do. And that's yeah. basically what it is. Like, I, I have to yeah. have somebody. If you can tell me what to do, we good. Because a little bit similar to Brittany, like, if I feel like you can't, like, reel me back in, I'm on go. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, hey, I just up here admit y'all some firecrackers. Like if, if you can't, if you can say, I don't want to say tell me to shut up, but you know what I mean? Like, if you can't tell me to shut up and I believe, like, oh, I might need to shut my mouth. So y'all if with I that, feel so, like I need to keep talking, then like so y'all with that good. domestic. Wait a minute. So y'all with that domestic over there? Huh? No, I appreciate that's the honesty. not what hey, either she one said, of us Ooh, I need to be quiet. Nah, nah. I feel, I feel hey. it though. My, my wife is saying, right? Anybody know my wife? My wife a firecracker. But I also think it comes in 
so this is another part of it. Like after a certain age, you shouldn't be in too many fights. No way. Just saying. Right. But my wife a firecracker. I think it come down to like Jace used the word compatibility. I like that too because I think that's a catch twenty two, yo. Like a woman that's a firecracker and wants somebody to jump up there with them, but knowing some fuses can't be unfused is also <laughs> a trick bag. Like. <laughs> I got to try to bring you down. If I say the right thing and try to bring you down, I'm going to turn you up a little bit more too. Like it's a trick bag. You know what I'm saying? But I, I really do think that edge with Russell Wilson, this is what I would say to that. And then I'll jump back to this point. You don't make it that far as a professional athlete without having that dog in you though. To me personally, like most right. former athletes yeah. have that edge, that ego, that dog, you don't. So I don't think it looks like what we're used to it looking like, but you don't make it that far without having, without having that competitive, like, Oh no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? I, and, and that's, it, but that's, that's a great point. That's a great point. And, and to the, to the, to the protection piece now, I think it's more so a man needs to be emotionally, emotionally intelligent enough to know how to talk you down rather than be rah, rah. Like, Right, like, cause there, there's certain. My wife can go on ten thousand, but there's certain things like, yo, like, chill. That's not even happening right now. Mm-hmm. But Kenan, sometimes you gotta, you gotta let, you gotta tell him. Oh, you know, that. you know me. I wholeheartedly. Tell him, Lewis. Lewis. He, he said, tell him, Lewis. He said, sometimes you gotta what? Yeah, somebody you heard, you heard me. No, I didn't. What he you said? Say? Sometimes you gotta tell him to stay at home. <laughs> no, no, for real. Sometimes you gotta be able to, like, hey, you know, make it known. You gotta make it known. You gotta you go are. there. I, I, no, no, I, you gotta make it known that I'm. It's gonna. I'm the man. You know what I mean? Like you gotta. You gotta make it known. I, I agree, but I don't. I, I I wholeheartedly agree. You do that in the first three four years, and after a while, once that's established, you don't gotta do that no more. Unless, but that's can, established through experiences and trust, though. If I, your I woman, agree. And and I'm telling you right now, what we value, we value um like a woman, like not reassuring, but it's like making us feel respected, right? Yep. Like if you mm-hmm. feel respected as a man, a you are on top of the world, right? Mm-hmm. If a woman feels like she cannot respect you, I don't care what you say or do, what you look like, what you bring to the, it doesn't matter. In her eyes, it's like, if I can do this to you, then that means any nigga, oh shit, my bad. Any person out here, <laughs> boy, I got, I got into it, got into it. Yeah, bad. I've been holding that means, back all night. So yeah. My bad, my bad. That you means any it, person out here can do this to you. So that's how she views you. So it's like if if I can sit here and tell you to do this and you just run, 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 it's like, oh, anybody can do this to you. Yeah. Even yeah. though it's like it's kind of a trick bag because it's like I'm allowing you to do this because I love you and I admire you, you know, as a person. So I do certain things for you that I wouldn't do for anybody else. But it's a thin line with that because a one if a woman feel that, you might if she feel like she can I well, she's gonna start ice skating. So, I'm Jay, say that I, now. I, I agree. I literally <laughs> I was in last week. She's going to be gliding on you. I'm telling you. So I was in a debate last week. I said every now and again, like you, to Lewis's point, you got to come home and start something. And I got dogged out when I said that in front. It was me, two, three, two other guys and three women, right? I was like, yeah, you got to come home. If you, if you are nice by nature and you let people walk over you, you got to come home and start something every now and again. Like it ain't got to be much wrong. You got to go off the edge because to Lewis's point, she do got to think like, oh, do I want to like, she got to know you can go there. Right. But what I'm saying after a point, your husband or whoever you committed to learns, learns you to the point where it don't have to always be that, or it's not going to be in that fashion anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like, 
if you make whoever makes the decision, who's ever to lead on certain decisions, the person that comes to that person knows what that person is not going to go for based off how they responded in the past or something before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but that's trick bag. That's trick bag. I'm telling you, because my, my wife is a firecracker. That's trick bag stuff right there. Mess around, put her in place and you get put in your place on that couch for about three days. You put her place in there, you get put in yours. Like, yeah. You in there sleeping with the kids. Yeah, like, like I like a man that, I like a man that could bring me back, but don't talk to me like that though. I agree. But one thing I do want to say, too, just because, you know, we're live and people are going to be hearing this. To y'all's point, though, about about like, you know, sometimes you got to come home and start something. It doesn't necessarily need to be with your woman. So, for instance, even if you take a business call or something goes wrong and it's like, babe, let me handle it. She just needs to see you in a different space. Like, it doesn't have to be directed towards her. So don't come home because if she thinks everything's cool and everything's been going great and she's been working on herself and trying to be soft and feminine, all that stuff. And then you come home and start something. You're going to send her, you're going to send her off a cliff. Yeah. You just are. I didn't say start so, something. I just said, you know, you gotta. Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> no, that was that domestic. No, that was, that was key telling people in the comments to go home and start yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. I heard I'm it. And, I, and I'm I standing on it. You're like when everything is going good, go home and interrupt your marriage. Just, just make a business transaction on the phone. You know, yeah. call, call it well. When you're like, when your life say I miss, when your wife go home and say I miss you, you be like, I don't care. That's cool. <laughs> nah, I'm still. Louis, like Louis, hey, Louis with that domestic too, man. That's what Louis said when he say let somebody Whoa, know. Whoa, what Louis? Louis, you with that domestic man? Ain't with the domestic, but it, I mean, for real, every now and then I put my foot down. You know, we gotta we gotta oh. remember who we are. like i feel like if if we both working for home and i listen to you all day get bullied on corporate calls like Mm. you know what i mean like (laughs) stuff like stuff like that like you ain't gonna step up put a little bass in your voice like like, you know what i mean like handle handle it i'm gonna tell you what that's bad like if that yeah like no, if that's a sim, but I don't want that because you I need to be able to stand up for yourself and not just physically. Yeah, like speak up for yourself, H- handle your business. <laughs> like, uh, uh-uh. uh. So, 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 princess, he can't be like, I don't like the way you're talking to me. Can you please talk to me in a different way? He can't. He can't. No. That's when you say something to her, and she's like, "Hey, don't try to don't try to get hard with me." Chad was <laughs> just on the phone. Like, boy, you gonna catch it. Hey, Jay, you done been talked to like it. that before. Crazy as hell. I ain't never been talked to hey, like dog, that. Hey, you know Jay don't play. Nah. Hey, Lewis, come on hey, now. Hey, Jay, that's, that sounds hey, like experience. I'm gonna tell that man. Hey, I'm gonna tell that you. man. Hey, that's cool. Hey, hey that sounds like experience, bro. That you done been talked to nah. like that. Nah, I ain't trying to. I ain't gonna hold you. Everybody can try something. That's cool. <laughs> they can try all day. Hey, Lewis, you was about to say something about the corporate calls, though. No, I'm just saying, my I think my lease is shorter there than it is at home. It, that's a doggy dog world. It got to be there, bro. Yeah. I think because I think because uh, my uh, I don't know. I just think because it just I think because I'm a minority and I feel like people maybe try or I may get offended easily because I think you may think you can get away with, with more because mm-hmm. I am younger. You know, I'm one of the younger you know people and managers you know that I on my team and things like that. So I feel like people maybe try to get away with more, and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm a bit more edgier and, and a bit more stern or assertive than than you know mm-hmm. probably what's necessary. But I just have to 
I, I learned a long time ago from a black woman, teach people how to treat you. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, so I make it known that I'm not the one to cross, cross the line with, you know. And you do that in front of your wife? What? Oh, Louis Spicy, like man. Y'all get to lay back. Louis Spicy Princess, you gotta see him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, oh, she's okay. like, she was like, who are you talking to, Louis? Who are you talking Were you talking to so and so like that? I'm like, hell yeah, I was talking to so and so like that. You like that, hey, man? Next thing, and next thing you know, you're getting drawers <laughs> hit outside your head. You like that? Meet me in the room <laughs> in like, 10 minutes, girl. Quick. Hey, I'm telling you. Hey, like, where that towel go? Boy, I'm telling you, boy. Hey, y'all let Louis yeah. pull you like hey Louis spice Louis spice level go up quick, boy. I'm telling you. Hey, hey, look, hey, look, you be asking women, what's your turn on? Ooh, corporate calls. When he's talking spicy to them, it's over with. Boy. <laughs> oh, hey. yeah. oh, God. Yeah. oh man. Hey Louis be the hung up the phone and start yelling to nobody. And I don't want to hear it no more. <laughs> So the questions we were asking was, oh, God. Um, uh, how could women uh, better su support men emotionally and mentally? So it was a general question. So I said it generally how it was asked. So I guess if you all, Jay or Lewis or myself, Felt what's one thing you see a lot of or feel a lot of that could probably help somebody when it comes from what you want your woman to do to support you mentally or emotionally? I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I would have to, and I'm gonna get personal. Okay. I'm a very confident individual. If you can't tell, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, every now and then. They <laughs> <laughs> can be like, hug you. All right, everybody. Like, <laughs> but every before. but you know sometimes i need to be encouraged too like sometimes i need to be pushed i know that sounds crazy right uh and i think i shared this on one of the other you know podcasts before you know <laughs> we had but sometimes like I, I need a push too like sometimes i need somebody to 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 hold me to uh my own standard or whatever or, or you know a standard beyond you know so i feel like just because uh i feel like i'm strong or i am strong i still need a push too mm -hmm. all right yeah, I think sometimes that could come off as your weakness because, like, you're always handling business. You're always doing things. I think that in my situation, it was like you never seem like you get tired of anything. Like, you never seem like you're down. You never – because you always high energy. And it's like low-key, I'll be drained. But it's like I have to be this way because you don't want your woman to see you like that because it's like I have to be the pillar for us. Yep. So it's like, I, if, you know, if we're panicking, if we both panicking, first of all, if any situation, if the man is panicking more than the woman, it's really bad. Cause she's like, wait a minute. Like I'm looking to you for guidance and comfort and like for you to lead the way. So just understanding that sometimes you do be tired and you do be, and it's okay for you to say, okay, I see you tired. You know, I see you need some time to yourself. Like, what can I do to help? Mm. You know, versus just thinking we just Superman. Cause I think we do that a lot. But deep down inside, I know I'll be burnt sometimes. I'm going to tell you that now. I'll be burnt. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go personal, then I'm going to go holistic. I'm going to go personal, then I'm going to go general. I think for me, okay. emotionally, I, I I feel like emotionally, I, I'm okay. Like, I feel like I can get an outlet. I think I can manage that pretty well by myself. Mm -hmm. Mentally, I think it's knowing... I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm a very confident person too, but I think encouragement is important because I don't always think it's about confidence. Right. Like to me, 
you could be as confident as you want to be, but reassurance is really big. You know what I mean? Like there, mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says, greatest, the greatest athletes, greatest, whatever. You have moments of doubt. You have moments where you're questioning what's really going on. So I would say like reassurance that you can do something or that you're capable of something is really big in those stressor moments. You know what I mean? Like me personally, I'm going through a process right now in my career. It's probably the most overthinking I've done in 15 years. But like the reassurance of like, yo, you wouldn't be getting these opportunities or phone calls if they didn't see something in you. Like just do what you do. And it, and it, and it, because my confidence never wavered, but like confidence and and stress can kind of that when they coexist, it kind of cover the stress can kind of cover the confidence because you're thinking so much. It's not fluid anymore. You know what I mean? So I would say reassurance, uh, reassurance from the mental end and emotionally. I think the best things, one of the best things a woman can do emotionally is like not if a guy decides to be vulnerable. Even if you disagree, try to hear him out first. Because yeah. I think with vulnerability, that's a real tough thing right now. And I'm not talking about the whack vulnerability where it's like, oh, I'm going to tell you something I ain't never told nobody. I'm talking about a type of vulnerability where a guy allows you to be trusted with his deepest like insecurities or like a dude tells you something that like he may not ever felt the best about or something about his past were like that. I think a lot of those times, even if it's weird or it sounds crazy i think the biggest thing women can do is listen at first instead of trying to judge or critique those moments that's I what even, I, I don't even think it goes that far either like yeah it could be those things but um to jay's point like more so let us see that panic a little bit right like something as simple as seeing that panic like when you when when my husband walks through the door like every time he walks through the door it's always happy it's always oh what can i do what yeah. can i looking for something, you know, like, he, but I know that you just worked a 12 hour shift, right? So some days you're going to come in here, you're going to be tired. Mm-hmm. So I had to explain to him, like, it's okay to show that when you walk in the door, let me like, see a little bit of that panic, right? So I know how to support you then mentally, emotionally sit down, tell me what's going on at work. You know, how can we figure this out together? Or how can we, whatever. I think it's real important. And I feel like men can struggle with doing that right opening up and showing that panic because you 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 got you you feel like you have to put on this whatever when you at home or with your person um but the other part of that is the woman like you said Keenan just understanding and listening instead of always trying to help like we just as much as we don't we look to men and we just want to vent sometimes like men do the same thing they just want to vent sometimes there's not always going to be an answer for both ends of the stick let, allowing people to just kind of express themselves therapeutically we call it like active listening that's all you got to mm-hmm. do is just actively listen and that's it that's all that that is so helpful like that's a key component you don't understand what you're doing for that person by just listening so i 100 percent agree with that 100 percent. so to add to your point Brittany, because that was that was very good um, I think that comes along with actually having somebody that's healthy that you're in a relationship with. Yeah. Because if you had a person that come home and maybe that guy was with somebody before and he's doing that thing, it's like, man, damn, you fucking complaining. I don't want to hear it. You know, then if you don't have a healthy woman to hear that from, that's why he may come in and be like, let me put this wall up. Because I've been in a situation before to where when I've expressed myself, it didn't come off as well. So, you know, that's a testament to you guys because y'all have the open line of communication. A lot of people don't, you know, and that goes back, you know, I hate to say it, but it just goes back to compatibility. 
man, doesn't that sound more like making me, our feelings a priority as well? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I believe, yeah. Louis. Oh, you want to know? And Louis, I'm gonna it. tell you where I really, really, this really becomes a bag for me because this is what I don't like. I don't think so. I've always been outspoken, right? But I don't think I've always expressed my feelings well. That's what I learned about myself as I got older. I was very passive aggressive, but I was outspoken. It wasn't always what I was feeling, but I would talk, right? The biggest issue that can happen between a man and a woman is if a man is experimenting by expressing his true feelings to you, that first reaction is going to control a lot of the next reactions to whatever he says. That's true. It's going, it's going to control them. And I realized this is my personal, this is me personally. I would say a whole bunch of stuff because I was tiptoeing around how I was really feeling because I felt weak to say what I was really feeling. And then I would hold her accountable of how she was reacting to what I was saying. But I, I ain't gonna say I was gaslighting, but I wasn't giving her the real feeling. She knew it, but she wasn't saying that. So yeah. it would piss her off more that I thought I was smart enough to give her this BS. And she really don't like, that's not it. And I'm like, that's why I don't say nothing to you, da, da, da. But in reality, I wasn't really saying what I was really feeling because I was really scared to be, not scared of her reaction. But like, again, I will say the hardest part of vulnerability is somebody that can control, that somebody that can affect your emotions have complete control to do that if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not telling somebody a secret. It's when you really trust this person and they know your buttons. They know what can trigger you. They know all these things. That's the biggest part of vulnerability, and they don't do it. So to get to that space, it's hard when you've never, I don't even think we've been taught not to do it. We just never been taught how to. Like, I don't, I wasn't told, like, don't say how you feel coming up. But nobody never was just like, let's sit down and rap. So you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like I, right. somebody was telling me not to do it, but nobody sat down and was like, what's going on with you today? You and your feelings, what's happening? Like, even, you know what I mean? So. The the prioritizing a man's feeling. This is going to be bad. Y'all make forgive sure me, ladies. Pin, make sure you pin this one. But go ahead. I will. I, I, don't think a, I don't think a lot of women were conditioned to care about a guy as much as he cares about her. 100%. I agree with I that. I think they were created to like be catered to most of the time. So they don't spend a lot of time being as considerate or, or like prioritizing him. Like, and I I don't think, and I think when you hear prioritize, you hear a whole lot of stuff, but I think guys list is so short prioritizing really don't take much. You know what I mean? But I don't think it's, it's as prevalent for a woman to prioritize or I don't want to use cater to, but y'all get what I'm saying. I think 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 we make it, I don't think think we make it, I don't think we make it a priority as much as we should either though. You know what I mean? I don't think we make that known. That Hold we on, oh, make it known that we want that because that if, we need or that we need it. Because if you do make it long, Lewis, you sassy. That boy, that boy over here, he trying to, spicy. he trying to, you know what I'm saying? He he spicy. He trying to, oh, he want me to chase him. It's like, I think it's a balance. But first of all, like the 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 thing with that to me is like this. I do feel like that our feelings may not be met as much as women and all this stuff. I, I get that, but me personally. I think naturally, too, if, if all of us, the men up here, can say that, we've been conditioned to cater as well, though. We've been conditioned to cater to women. So it's like, yeah, they may have not been conditioned in that way, but we got to look at their circumstances. Like, what examples were given? It was single mother households that had to be raised hard, and it was, just, you know, like, 
you ain't you can't be catering to no man when you trying to cater to three kids by yourself. Like you you don't have a real example of catering to a man. So it's like where I guess where do we draw the line of giving? I'm not gonna say giving women grace, but giving them a point to where it's like we asking for something that they weren't even given. Uh, so I okay, go ahead, princess. I'm sorry. When you say cater to, are you just referring to emotionally? Now, right, if you say emotionally, then okay, I can see that. But to say that like women weren't raised or whatever to cater to men, I think that's absolutely totally goes against the way that traditionally speaking, the household was ran. The woman catered to the man, the kids, the, you know, the man went out, he was the provider, you know, the woman was at home. There was so much catering to the man. Now, emotionally speaking, yes, because I think it goes back to the, to the man being the provider, being the head of the household. There was not really room for emotions. Even if we think about when, how we were growing up, you know, when you have a little boy, it's like with a little girl, it's like, oh, how was your day? How are you? Oh, you got a boo-boo. Oh, you know, like whatever. But like with a guy, it's just like, you went to school today, you got homework. Like, you know, it's not much of like, a, oh, like, how was your, did anybody bother you? Like, it's not so much of like asking about your emotions and that's just how we was raised. And so in return, I feel like you guys grow up and that's not something that you realize that you missed. Maybe because that's how, you know, you guys weren't raised being asked those questions. So you don't necessarily express that you need it. But I don't think it's just women just not wanting to emotionally cater to a man. So, so, oh, go ahead, Asia. I'm sorry. No, no, my, um, well, first, first clarify if you meant cater to a man or cater to a man's emotions. Cause I emotions. think I would have very different. I think okay. emotions is the, yeah. Because the, the question was on emotion, mentally and emotionally. So I was right, only right, speaking right. to emotion, emotionally. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, then I, I definitely, I definitely agree um, with even with, with with what Lewis was saying though, because I can't cater to something that I don't know exists, mm-hmm. that I don't know what it is. I can't mm-hmm. cater to something that you know that if I ask you, oh, how do you feel about that? And you say my feeling ain't got nothing to do with this. I just got to go ahead and do it, or um, or it doesn't really matter how I feel. It's got to get done there's nothing I can cater to at that point. I have to then silently try to figure out what is it that you need from me? Because as a woman, we have been, we are nurturers. We talk about this a lot. Like, so we want to nurture something, but then when the man does not let us in, because it, it will feel like that, you know, it will feel like, well, you not let me in. Well, I don't know how to support him. So then I get mad. I shut down because I can't do what I want to do for the person that I care about. You know, and I think it goes both ways because I've also had heard conversations from like the male perspective, right? Just about like, okay, well, in the same way that you want me as a man, you know, to um, to kind of lead and like that sort of thing so that you can be more gentle and soft and all that stuff. I also need to know that like, well, you being rock hard all the time makes me uncomfortable. You, you saying like, oh, you still mad? Why would I want to respond to that? You know what I'm saying? It's like a, so I also, I think it goes, it goes both ways. You know, like we both have to create safe spaces for each other to be able to do that. Cause I don't, I think like feeling that women were emotional creatures, right? So like, we, you know how we feel, cause we're going to say it. And if we don't say it, we're going to show with our nonverbals, you know? 
it's it's the but for for a guy I think is very different. It's we have to dig a little bit deeper um, to be able to to have that trust so that he can trust enough. Like, all right, if I if I do say how I feel, Jake, to your point, she's not going. You know, she's not going to say, "Oh, I'm just being a punk," or "I'm just being super emotional," or whatever the case may be. So I think it's about how do we create these safe spaces for for each other, you know, to be able to do it because we can't have one without the other because it causes that imbalance. I, I got the, one thing. Can That's I say something? Real oh, quick? yeah, absolutely, bro. Two, two, two things. One, back to the encouragement. I just want to say, just kind of sitting here thinking, like, my first or second therapy appointment, my uh, therapist was like, hey, you're doing a good job. You know what I mean? And, like, I almost broke down because no one's ever told me that. Hmm. You just assume that I know that I am, but no one's ever saying that to me. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I remember seeing like a, I think the Drink Champs interview with Tank when he was talking about how Aaliyah gave him the courage to go out here and, you know, be a singer and have success. And he started crying like, you don't understand when I get compliments from my bros all the time. But when it comes from a woman, it's it's sincere. That's you know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I don't know what it is about what we get from you all when you when you give us the truth behind whatever it is that we're doing. So your words hold, in my opinion, your words hold the most value to to how men see themselves first and foremost. Secondly, so what am I supposed to say when she's mad? I don't I'm not supposed to say why you still mad. What am I supposed to say? I'm just curious. <laughs> well, that, was, that was actually <laughs> sometimes what the what the women say to men though. Cause, mm. Cause I'm I'm guilty of it, right? Okay. Like okay, yeah. like I've been in a situation and I'm in my mind, I'm like, all right, like either you don't want to talk about it, all right, okay, fine, but you still acting like something's wrong, but you don't want to talk about your feelings. So then I've literally been like, You still mad? Like what do you what are you still mad for? And his response was literally, what am I supposed to say to them? Oh, wow. Right, right, right. Because, because yeah. I did not create a safe space for him so to what, be able so to... So how do you that. phrase that question? I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. He, you asked me for I, yourself? Yes. <laughs> He's actually, trust me, he is definitely asking for you. Well, I... Because that, how is that not a fair question? Well, why, you, why are you still mad? Yeah, why? No. Well, I think did, Lewis, okay, I think so it's neglecting the fact that you. I think it's neglect. Oh, mm-hmm. Say that again, Jay. Did y'all resolve anything to happen from that pat, the last conversation? Yeah. Before yeah, you ask, why are you still mad? I got to get back to you on that one. Yeah. Should never ask. Back, why. Then that's when she's going to be resolved. I'm gonna say, don't start anything. You should why. never. You should never ask why. That's the problem. The problem is the, that three letter word. If you yeah. say. Are you still mad versus why are you still mad? That is a totally different question. Like, I prefer you to ask me, hey, are you still mad? And I'll be like, yes or no, and I'll tell you like why that. versus mm-hmm. why are you fact. still mad? Nigga, excuse me. Why? No, y'all be our thing. You almost came out, through the camera. I'm like, we're not PG-13, do y'all thing. I did, I jumped too. I was like, hey, look, and that's why he don't know how to answer the question right there. <laughs> yeah, please. So the text up in the car. I mean, sincerely, I like think, I'm thinking that's root cause analysis. Like, why? Let's get to the I root think, of why you. The, the response is only going to be defensive. If you yeah. ask me why anything, why is your hair like that? Why did you wear that color? What What do you mean? Because I wanted to. 
Because mm-hmm. I feel like like I'm I'm automatically gonna come back being defensive. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I, I I agree with that. Starting out That's with why is like real yeah. life. Yeah. Mm, really? Then just sit back and say, hey, listen, what's going on with the conversation? Like you just sit down and ask them. Don't ask them why, clearly. But sit yeah. down and just say, you know, <laughs> listen, where did things go wrong? Let's sit here and talk about it. Why did you feel this way about certain things? So no, you what offended you in this situation? But you can ask what you can ask questions like what offended you in that situation. Just you can don't ask say those why. questions. Because so, Jay, I feel like I, if, you, if you ask, oh, I'm sorry, Keenan. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I feel like if you ask why, that means like if we had a prior conversation, you weren't listening the first time. So if you asking me why, that means, okay, so yesterday when we talked about this, you ain't hear nothing that was said. Boy. I think that that's why why is the major issue. So it's better to say, are you? Because if you ask me why, I'm, a, I'm probably going to go off. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah, why. Why would you go off though? <laughs> Yo, y'all are trolling tonight, bro. Hey, so, so hey, you know hey, what? hey, that's good information though. What y'all just said is great information. I, I, see, my thing is this: I think you what Jay said to, to me, the wise messed up, Lewis, because if it's unresolved, it's like it's because I do believe, like after me and my wife, we got into it and we resolved it. I feel like I can't say like, now why did that happen like that? I feel like I could say that after it's resolved. I feel like when it's still, we still on some blood and crip and it's real static in the house. You can't really like, we can't come like that. <laughs> in a gang you know what that mean? Hey, you know what that mean? See, when you say the yeah. blood and crip, that means it's on sight. As soon as you come up the stairs. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know what I'm saying? That's what it mean. That's yeah. what it mean. We are, hey, look, y'all been there, but <laughs> the backtrack all the way to like the woman thing with the catering to emotions. This is my thought on it. I'm going to speak on how we were taught to date and tradition. Typically, millennials, I'm going to use, our women like to be chased. We like to hunt. That's just the way we were taught, right? Mm -hmm. In that strategy of dating, a man, when you're always on go pursuing, pursuing, I don't think that teaches you to be out out about your feelings because you're constantly trying to figure out how to continuously entertain her kind how to continuously keep her in, uh, interested. So you're not really thinking about yourself that much in that regard. Mm-hmm. And my brother, my older brother taught me something really a long time ago. You're going to start how you, you're going to finish how you start. And it was so true. Like it may evolve a little bit. It may change a little bit, but a lot of the things you start with, that's how you're going to have to finish it. You know what I mean? So like, if you didn't, if you're chasing, you have to sprinkle in the like emotional parts of it in order to get that. To the tradition tradition thing, men were providers. They go, they come home. We cared about one thing, sex. That's traditionally way back when, right? I feel like the real static came, became when men grew and the need wasn't only physical anymore. Like the physical, it, it didn't stop at physical need anymore. Now I need the emotional support. And I'm going to be real. I, I, have, I have knowingly felt like if I was to come unload my day, I will overwhelm my wife. Like if I come and really yeah. unload about everything I'm feeling, because the one thing women may not think that happens all the time, you all are in everything that we do thought wise and every yep. decision we make, we think about Ooh, you all. That's How fact. does it affect her? How does it affect this? Yep. And 79.76% of the time, we don't feel like that's the same way on the other side. If y'all do. So it's very frustrating. At if all. we are like everything <clears throat> Nah, she ain't going for that. Let Lewis me put that to zero. Boom. And then it's like, I'm thinking like that. And then I come home and feel like I can't get that same like 
consideration as far as feelings go. And all I do is make decisions based off what's best for us. Every decision. Every single one. Every decision. To the car drop. I mean, every decision. Because we've talked about this before. <laughs> like, if a dude came home. Walk heavy, like, boys. Hey, no, man, that's true, man. I can't. I'm I'm keen to step all over my toes. That's true. Like, and then if I came home. <laughs> if we come home and, like, dump. Like, this is the thing. I'm sorry. I, like. Bear with bro, me. Go ahead. Go ahead, release, bro. Go ahead. Women typically think they know everything that's going on, and they don't. They especially don't. if you're in a relationship. Preach. So a lot of the times, if you feel like you know everything that's going on, and it's not true, and then we come home with something that is not what you had in your mind, it's mm-hmm. not going to be a level of openness to it because in your mind you thought you knew what everything that was going on. So when this scenario ain't panning out the way you saw it because you believed that you knew what was going on, and it's nothing like that. That's where a lot of miscommunication, I'm going to say, because the lack of openness to what's actually happening, because women know they're men. Don't get me wrong. But if I'm not as open as you say I am, there's no way for you to know everything. But still, it's treated like I know what's going on. Like, I know what he about to do. I know what he about to say. I know what you want. And then you, a guy unloads, not in a disrespectful way, just literally like, you know what? I got to get this out. It's not going you know what I'm saying? It's not going to turn into something I feel like is productive because I feel like it can be overwhelming. And please correct me if I'm wrong, ladies. Yeah, you're wrong. Brittany. All right, so talk to me, Brittany. She said you're wrong. She, she, you're could, wrong. Not wait. she could not wait for you to be done. <laughs> yeah, she bro. was like, on which part? I've never <laughs> seen a person be ready for somebody to be done. She was like, on which part? I just, I don't feel like that. I, and I can only speak for myself. I guess I'm trying to, I'm in my brain, I'm trying to like generalize it to women as a whole, right? Because I feel like y'all don't do it enough. Like men don't do that enough. They don't come home and just dump. So when it does happen, even, even in sessions, like when I, when I speak to some of my clients, sometimes a lot of the women that I see, they are looking for vulnerability in their men. And they're like, oh my God, he doesn't trust me enough. He doesn't this, this, and that enough because he doesn't, he never tells me, you know, what's going on. He doesn't open up. He doesn't this, this, and that. So I feel like y'all think that it might be too much, but for us, it's like, we're low-key looking for that. Like, I want that. To I want to see that. I, I, and I can only use, like I said, use myself as an example. He's, my spouse sounds like a lot like you until I had to tell him like, no, like I want that from you because I want to see that. I don't think it'll overwhelm us. It'll more so put us in a perspective of, okay, this man has X, Y, Z going on. We can have whatever pre-notion scenario, however we think things turned out in our head, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that you chose to come home and to dump all of this on me, right? Let's, if I can do it to you all the time, how come it can't be reciprocated? That's what defines what like a healthy relationship. I feel like if you're not at that level, right, then you need to kind of take a step back and reevaluate your relationship and what it brings because communication, as cliche as it sounds, is key. So if your man doesn't feel comfortable enough to come home and like tell you things or to be open, what... So, so hold on, let me ask two questions real quick. Give me a dumping ratio, yours to his. Oh, I dump during the day from 8 a.m. to <laughs> till he come home. So give me that dumping ratio. I don't know. I know where you're going with this. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's real high. 
So like 10 to one, like 10 dumps to one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you even that out? I don't believe that, Brittany. I don't believe that. I, I don't knew believe I knew where he was going with this. I don't believe that. I knew where he was going with this. I don't. Okay, I'm a, so, so let me let me put myself out there. Once upon a time, I was like that. Me, everybody know me. I I rock with logic now. Does it make sense to come home and say this? I feel like personally, as a man, you should be able to deal. Say if you have a stressor at work or something happened, there has to be some things that don't need to make it home with you. You need to be able to operate within yourself, figure it out. Do what you got to do. Release it without that. Don't got to everything. Don't got to come home. Right. Absolutely. But So there are things that's like, yeah, no, nah, I got to say this because it's sticking with me. Wholeheartedly agree. But Brittany, it's hard for me to imagine a world. If our dumping ratio was the same, there would be that balance. But I'm, but that is to your point, Keenan. I'm choosing to dump these things just as much as you can choose to say these things. I agree. There's certain things that I don't have to call him and tell him because I just don't have to, but I choose to do that. Why? Okay. Because there's a level of trust. He's like my best friend, whatever, however you want to define mm -hmm. it. The same thing, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that the shoe can be worn on, on either feet. Like he could choose to tell me whatever it is, or he could choose to not carry that at home. Even if it was a five to five ratio, it's not a, we don't, we don't want no weak man. We don't want no emotional, whatever, whatever. Right. That's mm -hmm. not what I'm saying, but that doesn't, that doesn't define him being weak or emotional. That just literally means he's opening up and dumping things on me because that's the type of boundaries we set in our relationship. Right. Okay. When he does that though, like, let's say he does that. Right. All right. Okay. Give, give Are me you saying that? that yeah. She definitely put you in your place. But what I'm saying is like, when he's doing all that dumping, right? Like, let's say it evens out, or you dumping. want that, like you, that yeah. Because she said rapid fire. She said from eight o'clock. Hmm. I still so disagree with it. I still that's don't. a bit aggressive. You don't have to hang up. Yeah. I was like, baby, you got to say Boy, some this for a, later. Yeah, she's an active shooter. So what we're saying is like, <laughs> God, yo, yo, Jay, you stupid. <laughs> but if your man is doing that, right, Brittany? Why are you saying that you do want that? Is it because you feel like there's a need that you want to feel like? want to in that moment to console him and you don't get the opportunity a lot of times that's why you want him to open up more or do you feel like that in the past like he hasn't opened up and it's made you feel a certain type of like why why do you want him to open up more is my because question i want to do exactly what y'all just talked about on this podcast which is prioritize a man's feelings if we don't allow okay. y'all to have the opportunity to do that Y'all mm -hmm. sitting here asking for it. And then mm -hmm. I'm sitting here saying this is what we want, right? Like, so it, there mm -hmm. is a, a healthy balance here. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, I feel like society or whatever we've been conditioned to learn is has taught us that men can't do this for X mm -hmm. reason when it's not really that. It's just, if you have something to say, right? If you start at 8 a.m., you got to be comfortable enough. You got to know your person to be like, all right, chill. Like you're crying, stop. You know, whatever. That's the mm. conversation you have, but it still doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. You sh or you should be concerned about doing it. Uh, does that answer your question? Yeah, that does. Thank you. <laughs> you What's up, what's up that, that really does. I think I I agree with both. I see what Brittany's saying, and I see what Keenan's saying. Like overall, me personally, I agree with you, Brittany. I want to give them what they're asking for on this call. I think ultimately the goal is to create a safe space. You create a safe space for me. I create a safe space for you. However, I also agree with Keenan with that ratio. 
because I feel like as my man, I don't want some of those things to make it home to me all the time. Because if they do, that's going to get on my nerves a little bit. <laughs> if you just got, <laughs> like, she was trying to say it. She was trying yeah, to articulate it so well. Yeah. She, I was trying a little bit hard because she couldn't. You could take a little bit out. Going through my head did not come out my mouth. Yeah, but y'all got that's just gonna get on my nerves a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna get on my nerves <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But like, I don't need for you starting at eight o'clock in the morning as my man, as the leader of the house, as the provider mm. starting at 8 a.m. texting me mm. about blah, 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 what's going on with your day just because I'm trying to create a safe space for you. Because I'm about to be like... <laughs> so it's like, not, it's like 9 o'clock no. for you? you so like, his spice right, level got to be low? <laughs> <laughs> you said what? <laughs> Oh, you said Taco Bell mouth sauce. You know what those bites are? <laughs> <laughs> going to need a crunch. Can only have mouth only. Only mouth. No fire, no that, hot, that, no nothing. Don't none of that, boy. Yeah, if, I mean, maybe every now and again you could start up at 8 a.m. like Britney, but like, uh-uh. you can't be doing the exact same ratio as me. Asia, no, I thought that one was 50-50. You, gotta, you, gotta, you have a No, that was Britney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, Brittany uh-huh. don't want that. For the, hey, Brittany, I already know if that, you know, if that, if that fuse is like that, Brittany, like, yeah, not right now. No, but she <laughs> she did say to attest to what Brittany was saying. She did say that if her man was doing that, they have that spatial relationship. She where she's like, wait a minute, you know, oh, yeah. like, yeah, not, sure. not right now. So I do agree with what she's saying, that, that, but, but like, that don't change her not wanting to hear it. <laughs> like, no, it does. That's why that. she's gonna say, but Jay, that minute. don't change her not wanting to hear that. Like, okay, all right, chill. It's healthy. It's a boundary, but she still don't want to hear it. <laughs> Not at eight, maybe nine. Eight is a big I didn't nine, say it was unhealthy. I didn't say it was unhealthy. Time. What Brittany said is very true. You do have to have that relationship, like not right now. All right. I'm saying is it does not change that she does not want to hear it. Yeah. You can't be rapid fire and I'm rapid fire. Like, so this is the thing. And this is, Asia, did you have a thought? Because I don't want to transition without, without you getting to speak on that. Um... Yeah, I, I, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I do. I do have some thoughts. On do it. I have um, both y'all on my side instead of Brittany? Is this what I'm hearing? I oh, think that was on both because here's, here's the thing like, I <laughs> how do I describe this? Okay, got it. I want to hear enough <laughs> from my man so that I can encourage him because <laughs> there's going to be some things I can't, I can't problem solve. Like, yes, I am like a the way that my brain works, I do. I also want to come up with solutions, right? But I know I might not always be able to. So for me, I just want to hear enough so that I can encourage you to keep doing what you got to do. You know what I mean? So for me, if it, if it, if it becomes more of like a, I, I'm running out of encouragement to say because you yeah. keep bringing me yeah. different things. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's just different um, because that Ooh. that is what will become overwhelming because then I feel like I'm sitting here encouraging you but you're not doing anything about what you need to do. You know what I mean? So it's like, sure. I guess that I'm I'm trying to hear what you need to say so that I can encourage you so, to empower you, you know what I'm saying? So you can go ahead and do all the things to problem solve and do what you need to do, right? And talk to your boys about that. Because I also think that's another thing. You just prove my I'm, point. I'm not, I'm really not one of your boys. I'm just not. Just like you're yeah. not one of my girls. So yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell you things, but there's still some things that I'm like, it's, it's a, you know, I'm with my girls. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's a girl conversation, you know? There's some things, yes, I want to be able to talk to you about and I want you to open up to me and all this stuff. But there's also some things I'm like, that was a bro conversation. Um, 
that one wasn't a me conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell me the aftermath. I want to know the yeah. aftermath. I want to know you went out to the boys, y'all have fun. I want to hear about, yeah, and then we was we were figuring out what to do about this. Da, 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 da. Mm. I like that. <laughs> Just let me in. Because for me, yeah. that's still that's still letting me in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think I think I think that there just needs to be that balance. But no, I do not want a 10 to 10 ratio. I don't. I don't want the ratio at all. So so I and and this is another thing that I hey, and bro, I think she, that's why you said well, 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 mic. And that's Asia, why you walk around asking why. Well, Asia was talking, I started laughing because it's got to a point where I'm like, well, just quit the damn job. Like, I don't want to hear about this shit no more. <laughs> well, hey, but see, that's Either the best problem. Leave or not, just get the like, just go. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I'm yeah. over. Yeah. 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 About this hey, shit. But see, that's the thing, though. That's why, that's what they were saying. I think Brittany or Prince or somebody, it may be Asia, I don't know. They made a comment no. about the life. When you make it, when you have a, yes, I did. Bro, bro. I've gotten there, yo. My brother laughed at me so hard because I didn't, I was like, I don't have nothing else to say. Like, what do you? No, you see, that's, that's an important part of it too is like repetition right like so when i'm thinking of dumping i'm thinking like pillow talk gossiping whatever i don't mean you if you came into this house every day monday through sunday and you're talking about the same supervisor over and over again doing the same thing and i already didn't gave you enough that's yeah. when it's like oh, okay but yeah. if we're if we're talking about just just dumping your day like that's where I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. Like I'm okay with that. That was a good. That's a good. Okay, yeah, Britt, yeah, yeah. I feel you. On yeah, that. that was okay, that, that was, was good. good. That was good. good. That was good. That was a good. So I'm, all right, we even now because I was winning until you said that. That was good. <laughs> but you want to know? It was so funny. now y'all ten for ten. And we can we can we can close on <laughs> This is another thing that I think irritates women a lot more. This is when I, us men, when it comes to feelings, and not sharing. We talk to our bros a lot about those same feelings that they think we can't articulate and we articulate them perfectly. And I don't think it's always a safe space. I just think when you have really good friends, that's why I was saying like when we were speaking at the very beginning and Princess was saying like chivalry is like close to the grave and like there's a lot of bad men out here, which I wholeheartedly agree with. It comes down to circles, right? Like there are times where I could talk to my bros like, yo, like for real, bro, I need you to serve this paperwork up, bro. I'm just in my feelings. We talk all this. And then when you get off, you just like, oh, yeah, bro, I was just hot. Like, you know, because you got to have relationships where you can vent real quick. I hate when people act like they don't say crazy stuff when they get mad. You do. The goal is to know who you can say that crazy stuff to where it's not judged. That's it's like, you're going to do that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. for, for, for instance, like, yeah, like, no, we, we talk to our bros because they're, again, that's a part of some stuff not making it home. My rule is if it bothers me past 48, I'm 48 hours, I'm gonna say something. But right. typically you don't get there. Like, and I don't think women they talk to their girls a lot, but I don't know if they get as vulnerable with their girls as dudes get with their friends. I don't think so. I don't I think they talk a lot. I don't think they share a lot. Bro, that girl code just kicked in. They ain't say nothing. No. <laughs> They like. Huh? I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. You feel like that y'all get like okay. I, I mean, I mean, I they talk, would know. I mean, Brittany, if we beefing tonight. We we beefing tonight. Blood. And no, 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 no. I <laughs> like, we can, if you will say it, say it. Like, we beefing tonight. We beefing. Yeah. I just, I feel like, 
we, I mean, women talk to their friends just like it, you're a woman, right? So you can relate and understand things without me even. I can call Asia, I can call Princess right now and say just one word or one one phrase, and they can understand where I'm coming from. Versus if I'm calling a male best friend, whatever, I have to explain myself. It's the same with y'all. Like you, you can go talk to your your woman friends, your wife, whatever about certain things, but she won't understand it the same way as if you called each other and just kind of talked about it. So I do feel like there are levels of there. We share, we might share more. We might be even more of a, in a vulnerable space. I, I, I definitely agree with that. I feel like maybe not for your circle, but I feel like as a majority of men, there are not enough safe spaces, period. It doesn't matter whether it's with your woman or within mm. your collective friend group. I feel like men suppress their feelings as a whole or they don't feel safe enough to be vulnerable with their woman or with each other. So it's great if you have that healthy bond with your friends, but I feel like the majority of men do not have that great brotherhood where they can actually let down their guard and say, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm going through and kind of chop it up with somebody. Yeah. So okay, yeah, but women, that. we just talk. Like we got our tight group and like we gonna say what we gotta say, spill the tea and encourage each other and then girl code you ain't gonna talk about it again if you solid. Okay, I'll shut you shut me up on that. Cause what you made me think about is I think a lot of my close friends that makes it that way. First of all, it's hard to be make adult friends later on. So I really take my hat off to you, Brittany and Asia, the way y'all linked up, connected, been cool. That doesn't happen often. That's really. a fact. So like a lot of my close friend princess, to your point, I guess we met each other. When we ain't really have nothing. <laughs> and we was just out here. So like now yeah, that we trenches. have stuff, it's, it, it, that egotistical part don't really exist. You know what I'm saying? Because like we know, like been together for years, like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I, I but I do just to kind of like if I was to see my wife's if I was to see my wife's friend, and I'm not trying to keep bringing it back to mine specifically. I just think if most women was a fly on the wall when her guy was talking to his bros, she would be in way more shock than he would if he saw her talking to, if he heard her fly on the wall talking to his her girls. Because I think dudes really do open up to each other in a way that like, I don't think it's, and it's free flowing. It's not like a, hey bro, like, Hey man, he'll be like, nah, bro. Let me tell you this shit right here. Well, Kenny, maybe maybe because we see women, yeah, maybe we just see their vulnerability more than what than than they see ours. Touche. Mm -hmm. I, I think I think that's I think that's more of what it is. I think that's why it's not surprising yeah. because you like to mm -hmm. your point, you said women, y'all talk, and it's true, we do, you know, mm -hmm. and we talk about all of the things. There's something about some of my girlfriends, I'm like, girl, I no, that one I didn't actually want to know. You know what I mean? Like we do, we really do talk about a lot of things, you know. But but I can say that also to your point though, um, like in my situation, like my boyfriend, he works in a barbershop, right? So like he's surrounded by men all day, every day. Yeah. Sometimes he'll come back and he'll talk. I'm like, y'all talking about what? And he was doing what in the chair? You know what I'm saying? And it is true. Like I do get shocked. Like, oh y'all really went in deep. Oh y'all was really holding him accountable. Yeah. And then you know, and then I find myself be like, wait, did he come back in the chair this week? You know what I'm saying? And because mm -hmm. I realize like it's true, but I think it's only it's very like a barbershop is one of those spaces, right? Like to the point, there's not that many barbershop type places 
where men are then actually being able to, to just talk and also hold each other accountable and wild out and have those disagreements. And then by the end of the cut, they're good again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's not that many, that many spaces like that for men. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I'm, I, that shut me up a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, it shut me up a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. So I know we're gonna say the close up. We, we got one more good one and then we out of here. Who do you model your relationship after? Princess after Russell Wilson, but go ahead, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 who, so I guess it could be who you currently do it or, or who you would model it after. Nobody. <laughs> Was it always like Dang. that? Um, I feel like no, it wasn't. But I feel like nowadays you have like what you call like, oh my god, these are my goals, mm-hmm. you know. And then they're divorced a year from now, or you know, next month. And it's just like I just feel like everybody needs to run their own race. You know, you may mm-hmm. like certain things about a certain couple, not saying that, you know, every married couple or everybody's in a relationship is just like flat out terrible, but everybody has their good things about their relationships and everybody has stuff they need to work on. So to make one specific couple or something like what your your role model or basing your relationship off of, I just don't think it's healthy. Respect. I, That's fine. I, 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 all I can think about is my parents, to be honest. But and do I, you actually model your like after your parents? Yeah, and so and and I say that because before Mike and I got married, we when we sat through counseling, like I had to really understand his perspective and his upbringing was different than mine because I really modeled my relationship or my relationships, even my boyfriends, after my parents. My parents were married for forty-one years, so for me, I just feel like. It was always solid. Like I watched how they move. I watched how they do certain things. But for him, you know, he was he was raised differently. His parents were separated, whatever. And he's looking at me like, no, we don't do that because I didn't see that in my house. So so even now, like certain things that I do, I or I even watch him and how he speaks to my dad sometimes. And my dad may give him a little pointer or two, not necessarily saying that we're doing exactly what they're doing, but they're doing something. Right. Right. So. It's for me, I've always had, I'm fortunate enough. I, I thank God that I'm fortunate enough to to kind of have that. Um, because like Princess said, if we look looking at celebrities and all this other stuff out here, like it's just it's a lot of it is fictitious. Marriage and relationships are way more than just walking down the aisle and just kind of hee hee ha ha at night. It's real. Right. It's real. So to have some some boundaries set in place or some examples that you can go by or Whatever is it's it's convenient. It's fortunate enough, but you do to Princess's point, you do have to kind of set your own road and pace at the same time. So you, it's give and take for me. Mm-hmm. Asia, Jay, Lewis. I don't. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't say that I model it after any any couple or anything like that. I have ideas, right about. Um, like what was good in my childhood thinking about my parents right but like my parents are divorced after 25 years of marriage so like so for me to kind of see like like I can't say oh yeah 25 years it was so good that's 25 years I'm like why did y'all stay like this for 20 of you know what I mean like like for me it's like whoa 
Right. You know? Did you and find so, that to be the case if you don't mind me asking? For you, for her? Well, that, like for me, as far as like why? No, was the, so when you say why did you stay, was the, the ratio of quote unquote good to bad that lopsided to make you ask that or just because it was 25 years and then a divorce? Um, for me, I definitely do not think that my parents should have been married for 25 years. Gotcha. But because I was older, um, I understood that they they were ignoring certain things for for the sake of me and my brother. Gotcha. Mm. And not gotcha. realizing that it was still impacting us. So they thought that it was actually helping us, but for us, it was not helping. It was actually very destructive. Gotcha. Um, so when it finally happened, it was like, well, duh. Like, yeah, <laughs> like y'all nah, should have been with that. You know what right. I mean? Um, that's real. And so, uh, and and I and to be honest, I don't even speak on that for a second because I think what that does, it's actually damaging sometimes because the kids will then see my parents. You now have burst this bubble of like, oh my gosh, okay, so when I'm in a bad situation, I don't communicate. I just assume this or that, or um, or like in the case like with my parents specifically, there was like this image right that they were like trying to uphold, and it was actually one of those like a well, if y'all really just looked at me and, you know, say so like me and my brother, for us, it was more like a, it was more damaging to see them, to see them stay. Um, and so when it happened, it was like, well, well, now we have to actually really relearn how to do a lot of this stuff that we could have, we could have dealt with so, so, so long ago um, that it didn't have to be now I was trying to figure out how to do this or that or watching my dad at 50 something figure out how to cook for himself. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was a lot of, a lot of undoing. Um, but because of that, I've actually modeled like the way that I do relationships. I saw the breakdown of communication, right? So, mm. so now, so I model it based off of, okay, I can see, I can see where my parents' marriage was like declining. So I actually model it based off of that. So like, okay, if I was, if I was there, how would I, how would I have fixed that? So that's mm -hmm. why when, when people say communication is key, like, I really mean that. And not just when it's the happy feeling. I'm talking about all of it. You know what I mean? Because okay. I saw what it was and I'm never assuming anything. Because my parents, yeah. they knew each other for so long. I was like, well, I know what he thinking. To your point earlier, I know what he's thinking. I know what she's thinking. And it's like, no, y'all don't. Mm. You know? And yeah. they never actually talked about it because they, they just thought that they knew. Um, you know? And so for me, I actually model it based off of the, the things that my parents didn't correct that I wish that they would have. And Absolute respect. That was really good. Jay mm -hmm. Lewis. Um, I just say knowing what I know now, just understanding that not to model it after anybody, just to partner you with, y'all figure out what y'all need to do and work work from there. I, I will. I go. I model something after my grandparents and Brittany's parents, honesty. And that's the only model I took from both of them. They kept mm -hmm. it. My grandparents kept it a band with me and my older brother. Britney parents kept at a band with us. And I think that's the biggest thing. So I learned a lot about my grandparents as I got older. Right. But I think the thing that made me still say, yes, I'm going to say model after their relationship, because anything they told me only transforming articulation based off where I was in life. So they were telling me the same stories, but it got, the articulation was different when I started to understand more about life. So it was never like I thought everything was peaches and cream. You know what I mean? And Brittany's parents were the same way. Like as her and I have grown, cause like 
I think sometimes I'm gonna use the word, the phrase take for granted that I've been with this person for 13, 14 years. You know what I mean? Like I, mm -hmm. I started to realize when her nieces and nephews that I remember being born or in high school now, I'm like, I'm the only person they remember her being with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My little brothers don't remember me with anybody else. And I'm saying that to say the evolution of their honesty as me and Brittany have grown and stuff like that, I will say I've modeled the honesty after that. You know what I mean? Anything else past? I mm -hmm. do believe that you got to have some type of foundation with values of relationships. So model wise, those values, but to say, you know, I don't think, I think we look at model as like, I want to be them versus like, it's like a prototype, like, Hey, okay, this is here. What can I steal from this in order to make this? Cause even with your parents, Asia, like there were probably some good parts of that, that you and your brother could, could, could take from it. You know what I mean? So I would say, I would say, yeah, them. And it's just the honesty. Take us home, Louis B. Yeah, uh, I'd say as corny as it may sound like, you know, I took a lot of my uh, principles and values off what I saw on television. You know what I mean? Like that's real. Uh, the Cosby show. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. With uh, Dr. Hustle and Claire. Yeah. Uh, but you know what's funny, style. man? It's weird. And I'm not saying this to say it, but like like uh, my wife and kids with uh, with Damon Wayans and Tisha Campbell. Oh, it's yeah. funny mm -hmm. because my wife and I, I feel like they are probably the closest representation of how we interact with each other. You know what I mean? So I don't, <laughs> I don't think we, I don't think we're intentionally modeling ourselves after them, but they, we kind of interact very similarly to, to, to them. Um, and I mean, just like anyone else, you, t I take bits and pieces from relationships that I've seen. Mm -hmm. uh, so I can't really give credit because there are things I, I knew I didn't want from certain scenarios as well. Um, and I think as we as human beings, that's our responsibility, right, to, to, to pay attention to what we're exposed to and take things away from it as we need and to make it our own. Yeah. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Hey, man, as always, appreciate the transparency, the authenticity. Millennials versus the world, man. We are out.